So it's a really hot topic. So, you know, reason why I wanted to share this with you is because if you're considering leaving your job or you're about to maybe have that decision made for you, what are you going to do? What I want to talk to you today about are the three ways that you can leave your job. Now, this is for you if you are considering leaving your job, or it might be that that decision is taken out of your hands and you're finding yourself in a situation whereby you're being exited from an organization, from the business that you're currently in. So this is for you if you are in any of those situations. But the reality is there are three ways that you can leave your job, but how you actually feel about the situation emotionally and also the strategy that you will deploy will be different depending on which one of those those three scenarios you find yourself in. Now, interestingly, research just hot off the press in terms of LinkedIn is that there are 70% of people are going to be looking to change jobs this year. That's in 2024. And I would expect that those numbers are pretty consistent going forward. So that's a huge percentage of people. And the research states that there are two main reasons why people actually are looking to uh, leave their jobs. One, money. You know, we're in a situation where a lot of people are suffering financial hardship, you know, interest rates have gone up, cost of living's gone up, etc. So in order to maintain a certain lifestyle, people are often thinking, well, actually, what do I need to earn in order to continue to have the lifestyle that I enjoy? So money is one thing. The second big shift uh, in terms of trends is flexibility. So you might be listening to this thinking, actually, yeah, I'm in either what either of those camps or maybe both those camps but certainly the way of work has changed a lot and I think post-COVID now people's expectations in terms of what they're looking for in a role is obviously financially driven but also around the flexibility choice and the circumstances of where they're based how often they can work from home all of those factors are becoming more and more important so it's a really hot topic so you know reason why I wanted to share this with you is because if you're considering leaving your job or you're about to maybe have that decision made for you what are you going to do how are you going to approach it why is it important well listen at the end of the day you know how you actually navigate your career in your professional life is so important because at the end of the day if you're not looking after your career then no one else is going to look after it for you quite frankly so even if you are very well regarded in the organization you're in you never know all of a sudden there can be a change of situation maybe the ceo changes maybe there's a restructure it could be that there's a downturn in the trading performance which means that overheads need to be cut and often it is not actually down to your capability or, or the results that you're actually delivering so you know it's perfectly normal in today's world to move roles quite frequently you know no longer do people have jobs for life uh, like they would have done you know 10 20 even 30 years ago so the world of work has changed significantly so grab a pen and paper because I'm going to take you through those three ways that you can leave your job and thrive okay and um, I'm just going to share with you some thoughts some tactics things that you can actually deploy depending on which of those scenarios you might be facing or 
creating if you're the one in the driving seat. So let's take the first one whereby the control is taken out of your hands and essentially you're being made redundant or the role that you are in is being made redundant. We always say you never make the person redundant, you make the role redundant. But nonetheless, when you're on the receiving end of that, it doesn't feel like that. And everyone says it's not personal, but hey, we're all emotional human beings. So if you find yourself in a position where you know, you're being exited from the role that you're in, the organization you're in, in. I'm going to go through that first. The second way of leaving your job is essentially where you're in control and you have um, a plan to exit. You might set a defined period of time in order to achieve that and work backwards from there. And then the third way that you can leave your job is a little bit more of a burning platform where maybe you've just had enough. You can't stand it anymore. You just need to leave. You, you, you hand your notice in and you haven't got actually something else lined up ready to go to. So that is a bit more of, a, as I say, a burning platform scenario where you almost jump out of the airplane and you grow wings on the way down. So there are three ways. So let's go through the first one where your role has been made redundant and you are no longer required in the organisation that you're in. Now, emotionally, as I said to you, it, you, it can feel very different, right? When you're in that scenario, you will be going through an emotional curve of change. And there may well be shock, you know, at the beginning. There may be anger. You're going to go through an emotional roller coaster. You might go through significant depression. You might be feeling, woe is me? Why me? What have I done wrong, for example? So it's perfectly normal in a scenario where you're being exited from a role, especially if you've been in an organization for quite some time, that shock you know, can really be very difficult. And in this situation, as I say, protecting your own well-being, your mindset is absolutely critical. Because if you don't, then you can find yourself in quite a dark place, but it doesn't have to be that way. Very often when I actually work with people one-to-one, -one, you know, when I'm uh, advising them or working with them as a mentee, uh, it's very often when we look back, those times of what seem like the darkest of times can actually be the best times for you going forward. So if you're finding yourself in this place, do not despair. You're not alone. It's it's not a reflection, it's genuinely not a reflection of, you know, kind of you as an individual. And very often it isn't always linked to your performance in that role. It can be a whole host of reasons why you might be asked to, to leave an organisation. So here the strategy uh, and the things that I would recommend you do is, as I say, number one, you need to give yourself time to get over the shock, you know, and it's okay to have a good cry, grieve a little bit, but you don't want to stay there too long, right? So however you do it, make sure you're looking after your well-being. Could be exercise. It could be that you need to, you know, chat to a friend. It might be that you want to speak to other people that have been through similar situations. It might be actually that there are other people in the organization also going through the same thing as you. So, you know, who you speak to, how you frame this in your mind is absolutely critical. So that's the first thing. Get over the shock and then regroup, reframe pretty quickly. And that is then when you need to get into creating a plan, having an action. Now, if you're exiting and you've been used to going to the office or, you know, wherever your place of work has been or having a routine and structure around your day to day work, all of a sudden that is gone. 
right? That structure's disappeared. And that can be really difficult. So when you're actually looking for that next role where you've left the organization, you've got, hopefully got over the emotional shock, you have to continually work on your well-being through this entire process and surround yourself with the right people. But you know, really, you need to put a new structure in your in, in place for yourself. So don't hang around in your pajamas watching daytime TV with the hours and hours just kind of frittering away. No, what you need to do is to put a new structure into your into your day with your routines, which are based around you getting the next role. Or it might be that you decide that you want to start a business or do something a bit more radical or different from from what you've been doing. So regroup then think about what would your ideal be what would your ideal next role be what would your ideal company be that you might want to work for and get that out of your head and down on paper because it gives you a bit of a hit list you then need to get your cv up to date you need to make sure that your linkedin profile is absolutely shit hot and that reflects all of the great experience that you've had over these years the transferable skills you have and then you need to proactively get into action mode. And that involves a whole bunch of stuff. But just some of the things for you to think about is get yourself out there networking, right? Your network is your net worth. And I would always encourage people, to, you should be continually networking, building your connections, building meaningful relationships. Often what happens when people are in a job for a long time, they neglect this whole area. And all of a sudden they find that they're out and then they go, oh my gosh, I've got to start networking. And it can feel very awkward. But just think of it as, as creating meaningful connections. And when you're networking, lead with value. There is nothing worse than when you've not heard from someone for years and years and years, all of a sudden they're out of a job and they want you to do them a favor. You know, that is, it's not great to have that as an approach. So when you're networking, you're reaching out out to people that you might not have spoke to for some time or you're making new connections always think about how can you help that other person first it might be a recommendation it might be a connection you can make for them it might be you've read an interesting article that you can share with them but have a reason to add value to that other person and that's really you know give before you receive um, so be very, very, you know, authentic with this because people will smell bullshit if you're actually just doing it for your own game but get out there networking and block time in your diary to proactively network both in person, but also on social media. The next thing, if you're looking to go into another role, then as I say, you should have updated your CV, your profile should be great on LinkedIn, and then, you know, connect with the headhunters. So, you know, probably at a more senior level, I would say anything between 50 to 70% of roles will come through your network, but the, the other remaining ones will, primarily be through headhunters if you're at a more senior level. If you're not at that level, that's absolutely fine because there's all the job sites, etc. indeed that you can be checking out and just really proactively putting yourself out to the world. So as I say, keep your mindset strong, put structure into your day so that you're not wasting your time. Treat it as if you were going to work actually um, with a job. Proactively network, get your CV and your profile on LinkedIn all sorted so it's really shouting about all the great things that you bring to the table. Network like mad. Get clear on what you want in terms of the ideal next role or if you want to start a business then of course that involves a whole bunch of other things. Um, but that's, that's the scenario if you're facing a forced exit from your job. Right, the second one. This is where you know you want to leave your job, 
but you don't want to jump out of the aeroplane without a parachute. So you will run this in tandem at the same time as doing your job, the one that you're currently in. Now, what I would recommend in this scenario is because time just ticks along, right? All of a sudden, another month's gone by, you know, well, before you know it, two months has gone by and you've not taken action. So set yourself a deadline as to when you want to be out of your job. And depending on the type of role that you're doing, that could take anything from three months to a year, right? So, you know, if the more senior you are, the longer it will take. So set yourself a deadline and work backwards from there. Now, for some people, they want to have a certain amount of reserves of cash, for example, where they go, OK, I know that I've got enough money in the bank to pay the bills for three months. So there's a financial approach to actually planning that exit. You need to be careful about how you transition in this scenario, because, of course, once you start putting yourself out to the world, that could get back to the organization that you're in. So you need to be prepared for that in the event that happens. It's not to mean that you don't go out there and put yourself out there with the world. And as I say, it's not that dissimilar to a certain degree in terms of what you need to be doing. So engaging with headhunters, networking, raising your profile. I would also encourage you here to you know, get as many speaking events that you can do, any opportunity to raise your profile, maybe you know, having more of an aspect around raising your profile, your personal brand um, on LinkedIn, asking for recommendations so that you're building your case for that exit. So it's a managed exit. It's a, for those that are a bit more risk averse, this can be a good solution for you. Um, and, you know, that exit, it might be go to another job or it might be start a business, it might be start your own thing. And again, you know, a lot of people, rather than go from a job to becoming an entrepreneur and a business owner in one fell swoop, sometimes you could start a side hustle, you know. So whichever, if you're looking to start your own business, you could run that in parallel to your job, assuming there's no conflict of interest. So the approach is very different. Emotionally, it will feel different because it will feel like more that you're in the driving seat. It's a controlled exit. The danger here is that time will tick by and actually you're in your comfort zone of the job you're in potentially. So you haven't got that absolute burning impetus like you have if you've been maybe redundant or indeed if you've just decided to quit your job and figure out a plan afterwards. Which leads me to the third way you can leave your job. And that is that, whereby you say, I've had enough. I just need to make the leap now. I'm going to figure out a plan afterwards. Now, this isn't for everyone. It depends on your personal situation. It depends on your circumstances. It depends on your financial scenario. But for some people, they need that burning platform in order to take the action. So it's a different one. Again, you're in control. But what you might find here is once you've made that leap, you might almost have a little, a little bit of buyer's regret <laughs> where you think, oh my gosh, I've done this now. What have I done? Because it might not be as easy as you think. It may take you longer. You have, may not have put the, you know, the things in place to de-risk it. So you could end up with some of those feelings of emotional vulnerability coming through. And you, know, you might also realize that the grass isn't always greener on the other side but you're in that scenario so you have to deal with it now so it has this has elements of both being made redundant uh, potentially but it also has elements of an excitement around a new opportunity so you know the biggest thing when you're thinking of leaving your job is get really clear on what you want 
right? Really, really clear. You know, what type of job is it? What's the next career move? What business do you want to be in? Are there specific organisations you'd love to work for? Are you going to start out on your own? Do you want to build a lifestyle business? How does this fit in with your broader life purpose, your partners, your family? What are your financial goals that you're looking to achieve? So in any of these three scenarios, I would highly recommend that you spend some time just getting clear on what you want. And then it's the how, right? So I've been taking you through the how you leave your job, right? Not the why, but being clear on your why, your purpose, and what you're trying to achieve is going to make it a lot easier for you in all of those scenarios. So I hope it's been helpful. If you're listening to this on the podcast, Brave Bold Brilliant, please do subscribe. It makes a massive difference. You also get notified whenever we go live with an episode, which is great, so you never miss out. If you're watching this on YouTube, again, please subscribe because that really helps. And if we're not connected on social media, let's get connected. I am here to help. You know, I've had 30 years in business. So when I work with, you know, corporate organizations, when I work with individual business owners, senior executives, it's all about scaling up. It's about taking that next move to really push yourself forward. Because quite frankly, we only have one life, you know, and there is so many people that stick in a job, stick in a role, stick in a relationship, and they're just not happy. And quite frankly, life is too short. So whatever it is you want, take control. If you're not in control in terms of the original catalyst for leaving a job, i.e. you're being made redundant, or the role has been made redundant, um, take control back right? Because you might not be able to control the initial event, but you can control how you feel about it. You can control the actions that you take thereafter. So I hope it's been helpful. And I genuinely believe that every single person has got greatness within. So if you're facing a difficult scenario like now, please don't worry. You will look back and you will probably say that was the best thing that happened to me. It made me move in a different direction. It made me be brave and bold and push out of my comfort zone. And that is where the brilliant will happen. So whatever you're doing for the rest of the day, take care, have a wonderful, wonderful uh, time. Please do let's get connected and whatever you're doing, remember, be brave, be bold and be brilliant. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends and if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.